0: All right, here we are yet again, it's your wonderful host, Damian, back with another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. Today I'm sipping on a uh, a mocha latte, hot. I opted for the uh, warm beverage because um, I guess this is what you would call the first cold snap of the year, so we have some cold weather coming in at a different location. I'm recording by the Speedway. I'm sitting at a Speedway location, which is not next to the highway, but it's next to one of the main roads. It's called Fire Tower Road. sitting by here, so I've got plenty of traffic going by, plenty of inspiration, and I've kind of backed into a little secluded corner, somewhat of a secluded corner, a little nook in the parking lot, so I don't have to worry about a whole bunch of traffic and foot traffic and background noise other than vehicles being picked up on the microphone. So I'm going to take a few sips of this coffee, and we'll get into it. All right, so let's see, where do we start? I'll go ahead and start off with an interesting conversation I just had with my uh, neighbor. As I was leaving my apartment preparing to go record my podcast, I bumped into him. He was walking his dog. He's been training uh, training this dog here. It's a little, I guess, a beagle or a hunting dog, whatever kind of dogs they are. It's not a basset hound. It doesn't have the jowls or anything, but it's a rather, you know, uh, active dog. It's a hunting dog. It looks just like the dogs you see in the videos when they release the hound. So I guess it's a hound. It's a bloodhound. So we've got a young bloodhound and I mean it's grown quite a bit here in um, just a couple of months. I mean it was a little pup, you know, short. It's already grown some feet. Maybe it's about three feet off the ground. I don't know. He said it's got maybe five, four more inches left to go. It's going to be a lean dog. He's already running it. You know, they've got these ranges and stuff that I didn't know about where you can just take a dog and the dogs can cover acres and stuff and they train in packs so he's getting the dog you know ready for hunting season which is upon us which is uh pretty interesting this guy was a um a fisherman uh, more of a recreational fisherman which you'd call a weekend warrior you know hey if you're listening to this you're a weekend warrior man you're not a real not a real hardcore fisherman um I know I've backed off my fishing, but I mean, when I am fishing, I fish. I mean, there's nothing light about it. I'm all the way in. I'm wearing the waders, wearing the freaking sunscreen, the hat, you know, the boots. I'm out there, you know, up to my waist in water, pulling trout and bass out of the water. I mean, that's just what I do when I do go about my fishing game. But this podcast is not about that. The interesting conversation was where we got to the point where we were discussing ammunition, I didn't know ammunition wasn't at an all time high. He was saying that, like, a price of nine millimeter bullets, which used to be about nine, ten dollars, is now twenty, twenty one dollars. And they're scarce, so I mean, as soon as they come in, they're gone. I said, Really? I thought that was pretty interesting because I know they had a toilet paper shortage. I know you had a food shortage, and you know, the meat and different things were out, but I didn't know that bullets were at an all-time high but I guess it would make sense so had somebody caught the trend smart thing would have been to do is buy up all the ammunition you know get about 3,000 rounds of ammunition and then when the boxes go to you know double the same price they were I mean you have a nice little asset there that you can sell so bullets are like gold if you shoot somebody today then you must really care about them because uh the, what he said: The prices went from about 40 cents to about 80 cent a round. So you just multiply that by what? How many's in a box? What, 50 or 100? What is 100 in a box? It's crazy. I mean, I've got, I've got a couple rounds. I mean, left over. I've got a, quite a few boxes of ammunition. I mean, just because I don't go out shooting like that. But I didn't know that they appreciated. I didn't know bullets could appreciate with time. So that means that means I might be sitting on four or five hundred dollars in freaking ammunition, which is pretty cool um, because I don't just have the, uh, the nine, I have a 40 as well. So the forties take a bigger caliber round, more gunpowder and stuff. So their bullets are higher. So if the, the nine millimeters were about nine ten dollars then, you know, the 40 cal was about 15, $16. So that doubles about $30 a box. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I could sit with that. I could sit with that. Um, and who knows where it'll go from here? Because I mean, if it's like that, he was saying that they sell out in stores you go anywhere. He was saying they'll they'll laugh at you if you ask for nine millimeter rounds. But I mean I'm good, you know, but I guess cause everybody's thinking there's gonna be some famine or something, uh if the meat trucks start stop running and the prices go up too high, then people will be trying to rob people for meat, you know. If it comes down to their kids or their kids, you know, they'll be trying to fight and it's crazy, but I don't think it'll get that bad. I mean it's not the apocalypse. This isn't, you know, we don't have zombies coming out of the ground just yet. Not saying that we won't, but I'm just saying, don't get your hopes up just yet for a freaking war on the streets, you know, for where people are fighting over shelter, land, and food. I mean, we have a situation with the economy as far as businesses. You know, a lot of people are still laid off. Checks are being cut. People are sitting around waiting for this Stimulus check which really doesn't mean anything. I mean, what are you going to do with $1,200 even $2,500 $5,000 isn't anything today Back in the day that used to be a lot of money, but today $5,000 is nothing I mean, it's a good chunk of change to make an investment. Maybe make some moves when you're trading maybe Put down on a car, but I mean it's not going to change your life, but it is a good start um So what are we going to talk about today? Had a couple of thoughts. I was at home, you know, just kind of relaxing It just took the day to kind of relax. I mean, this morning I spent all my brain power, you know, doing the documentation and stuff from the week, the work week. And um, after I got done with that, I just kind of cut off, you know, just kind of put on YouTube, watch some funny videos, you know, played my game, Mafia Wars. See, that's the reason I don't download games typically is just because they take up so much of your time. You get so sucked in, you know, got to get back, get my points, you know, up my up my mission and get the new achievements and stuff like that that's how they get you wrapped you know they make it where it's addictive gameplay so you start playing the game and you can't put the game down you put the game down months later so what you almost have to do is just unplug completely unplug and just delete the game right in the middle of your progress don't even go back to see your points but i'm trying to keep it at bay but it does get away from me at times even though i just put the game on you guys heard when i just put the game on the system um how i just started playing and i'm up at what level 15 now I've got a Villa 15, I've got about 265,000 troops, I've got cars, I just bought two cars today, this is in the game, Um, you know, these little achievements, so you don't really get full access to the game until you work up the points, Uh, I joined a clan, you know, we got members, they moved me up to a lieutenant, you know, I'm pulling rank, you know what I mean, I'm able to buy out of the clan's uh, clan's, uh, magazine now. Uh, well, magazine—that's what they call the um, shops in the uh, Russian. You know, it's 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 an interesting game. It gets you wrapped in. I mean, if you're playing any of that Bubble Witch or Candy Land, Candy Gram stuff, you already know how it goes. But this is one of those. This game has it has the farming aspect. You know, where you farm, and I even just bought a plantation, so I'm growing crops in the game. You have the whole aspect of the strategy with the war and how many troops you send, what troops you send. Level one through four troops. Now they have T9 troops that I don't even have access to until I hit level 16. It's crazy. It gets pretty deep. It gets pretty deep. You could spend the whole day in this game. Um, and it's funny because they have this little Red Bull icon, but they change the colors that you have to drink for your energy in the game. And then that takes gold bars. You got to buy that with gold bars. And then you got a girlfriend in the game where well, you got a couple different girls in the game that you pick up from little missions when you save them. They come to your palace. You know, they're asking for protection. So when you let them in the gates, then the, the robbers or whatever come up and then you have a shootout with them. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty detailed game. Interesting. Take another sip of coffee here. But that's just one of the things I did today. Oh. There's this freaking uh, video, this channel you need to check out. I think it's called Corridor, but they have this thing called Tactical Reloads, which is just amazing, uh, amazing. I wish I could just play the clip for you and you could see it, like if I could sit right next to you and play this clip. So it's uh, it has this series called Tactical Reloads. There's about four. They just released a new one. If you were to type in, go to YouTube and type in T A C T. T A uh, C T I C A L reloads, R E L O A D S. Tactical reloads. You'll see an Asian guy and a white guy. the The white guy will have a head uh, headband on. These guys are sick. These little short short clips are like eight minutes, five minutes, but they do some of the sickest reloads you will ever see in history. I mean, if only they did this stuff in the movies. And they actually want to. Um, start a series like a series like get the series funded because it's just so freaking cool i mean you're talking you know if you've ever shot a gun you shoot you know boom 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 and then it's empty and then you change the clip you pull the clip out you pop it in you you rack it and you go on about your business now these guys when their clips are empty they're freaking throwing the clip off the wall doing a backflip twisting spinning around grabbing bullets out of the air it's sick it is just completely freaking sick when you see it you know what i'm talking about When you watch it, come back and let me know. Go to the site, send me a message, let me know that uh, you saw it. Because, I mean, that's one of the sickest videos you could watch today. telling you. Oh, man. So, let's see. What else? So, when I get home after I get done recording this podcast, definitely going to jump on some more of those transcriptions. Been plowing away at those. Making that progress. This is the last month of it. So, got a little more to do. It's looking good uh what else do we have got some good news from my sister i'm not going to let the beans out of the bag yet but she she did hit me with some good news told me she's got some things in the works so we're going to see if her plans come to fruition here in the next couple of months we're just going to play it safe for right now because you know like i said we don't know what this COVID's is going to do we don't know which way the wind's going to blow and right now i mean it was what a couple days ago 80 degrees 90 degrees outside now we're in the 70s. I know we're in the 70s because I'm in shorts and I'm drinking hot coffee in the middle of the night. So it's definitely a different time of year. We're in that change of season. Now the only thing about this location that I'm sitting at is when people pull off the gas station, they like to come over this way because you have, there's three entry points and three exit points, The entry points and exit point. So they all have to come over here and shine the light right in my eyes, so they do that. But I've got this one individual that's sitting in this little clunker-over car. They parked kind of cat-a-corner from me, and they're sitting there. They haven't got out the car, but they've just been sitting there probably for the last five minutes. So you never know what people are going to do, but I'm out here recording, keeping my eyes open. I mean, I was just telling you all about all those rounds, so we're definitely not worried about any situation going down while we're recording this podcast on this Saturday night. We're just enjoying ourselves, enjoying the life. Got some um, things coming up tomorrow. Have to do a few things for work. Paperwork, paperwork, it never ends. But I mean, that's the job. That's what you sign up for. Anytime I want to get off the train, I get off the train. But I'm going to take a short break and then we'll get back just in case any of you need a second to process the stuff that we've just covered, we'll go ahead and take a quick second and then we'll come back and uh, get back into it. All right, we're back. So I was talking to my mom earlier today about investing, you know, really breaking it down, really driving it home. I mean, she sat on the phone about about almost two hours. I was talking to her about investing and how it looks. You know, because the market right now, a lot of people are freaking out, you know, with the prices being at an all-time low. For somebody who's afraid and doesn't understand what's going on, yeah, it's a bad time, they're getting out, they're selling, trying to get out of the market. Me, this is a time for buying. I'm like, oh my gosh, AT&T, $29, load me up. I want to zero out my shares. Well, my zero for right now would be 100 shares. I want to have 100 shares of AT&T thinking about getting a hundred shares of Ford. Already have shares of Ford. I already have shares of ATT. But with a hundred, when you have a hundred shares, then you can start selling options on your shares. You know, so you can get a little premium and still keep your shares while at the same time getting a dividend. Ford doesn't give you a dividend, but at t does, Realty O does, VNO does. There's a couple of stocks that I have where even though the prices are dropping, like the stock prices are dropping, I'm still getting a dividend. The dividends haven't been cut, the dividends haven't dropped, so I'm still getting income just from holding those shares. Uh, it's definitely an interesting game. I mean, you have the dividend game, you have the trading game, you have the growth stock game, you have the, what else do they have? you know, the futures and the options, the options game, you know, like I said, you need a hundred shares to play that safely, low risk. You do covered calls. Uh, they have, you can sell puts, you can buy, uh, you can buy calls. And I mean, it's buying options. It's a whole thing. You got trading. So I want to get the trading down. I want to be ironclad on the trading and make sure that I understand all the metrics, all the indicators. And when you have the moving average, you have the the MACD, you have the simple moving average, you have the RSI, you've got the Fibonacci. You don't need to use all these things, but you do need to understand these things because each one has its time and place. The moving average, the 50 day moving average, 20 day moving average, and the 200 day moving average are the things that I am paying the most attention to right now because I've decided to go with price action trading and this is kind of something similar to what people do on the forex you know when they're trading forex even though i'm not trading forex currency i can still apply this strategy to forex um eventually when i get to it because of course i'm going to dabble in it definitely going to dabble in it i mean forex is what a lot of people are doing but i mean with anything it's all about risk management one for two you know or one for three you know but you don't want to um Put yourself in a position where you take yourself out of the game because when you're trading stocks buying selling stocks You have to make sure that you protect your capital So when you make a trade, you got to think about position Position sizing position sizing how much how much skin you put into the move You want it to be enough skin in the game so that you do get the move now The more skin you have in the game the less you need the price to move the price moves ten cents That could be a thousand dollars. It could be a hundred dollars. It could be ten dollars depending on how big of a position you have that's the importance of understanding it so when you're starting out like I just started out a while back I'm still learning all these things but you don't know that you know okay well I'm gonna buy three shares of this stock and then you look at your account and you have six dollars and fifty cents extra than you did when you put in there and you're like oh it went up but somebody that knew what they were doing and already understood how price action works and the price or position sizing instead of buying these little three shares they would have bought 300 or 3000 shares or 30 shares you know and would have been looking for projected outcome you know projected target the price um so that's why 100 shares is a nice round number to really work with and it just kind of levels everything up and you don't have to try to do the guesswork well i only have 47 shares so let me try to do all the calculations if it's in hundreds fifties it's easier to keep up with so that's why i want to um Go ahead and get my AT and T up to par. Get it up to uh, get it up to snuff. Realty, TO that's a more expensive stock. It's right now. It's at like sixty-two dollars. Last time I checked. Uh, so we're talking hundred shares of that. You're talking sixty-two hundred dollars, right? So you can see how it can get costly after a while. So you want to make sure that the stocks that you're going full bore on are good, healthy stocks that are going to be providing you with a good dividend. At the same time, have a nice rate of growth, but you know, easy to manage. Something you don't have to worry about dropping now as i told you guys a while back i picked up those apple shares so i have what 10 shares of apple now when i bought the one share of apple it was 400 dollars before the split they had to split drop to 125. now it's about i don't know what 110 to 115. so that means it's ten dollars uh, lower than when i bought it but here's the thing it's going to appreciate it. it's freaking apple they're dropping phones every year they're bringing out macbooks all these Apple TV and all these things, so I'm not worried about the stock, and they have a dividend. Dividend isn't as high as AT&T's, but it's still a dividend, so even though the shares are dropping, I know they go back up, I'm still getting a dividend, um, and that's the thing you have to look at, you know, the good with the bad. There's pros and cons to every trade you go in, but you have to look at every, every transaction like a trade, you know, its own entity, its own uh, investment, and how much you expect to get from it. Like I said, as I'm sitting out here, it's just interesting because all this place to park and people are, I don't know, sometimes they always just find me. It's just how it works. I mean, I could be on the other side of the moon and then an alien will just come up out of nowhere and just land next to my spaceship. That's just how it is, but um, it's neither here nor there, but we're in a good area, so there's really nothing to uh, worry about on that end. A lot of people out here tonight. I don't know where they're going. Got some people at Dollar General. Of course, you got the Speedway. And guess whose parking lot's empty? The church, which is right across the street. I mean, they have like two cars there. Church isn't open, but the gas station's open. And most people here going to the gas station, all they're buying is gas, beer, cigarettes. You know, or cigar wrappers because they're they're doing uh, drugs and things like that. But, I mean, that's pretty much it. They got a Wendy's right next to it, so they come here, they get the beer. They get their little cigar wraps, they get their little munchies, go to Dollar General, get their sodas, and they go home. That's what they do. They keep it easy, I guess, but I mean, at the same time, that's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. People get out there sometimes, and they just don't know when to say when. The next thing you know, you hear about them in the paper, or they're messing up their life with the freaking drug charges and stuff like that. Um, it's just what happens. Looks like these folks are going into the store with some freaking PJs on. So they just decided they were sitting there watching TV and said, well, let's go to the store. And you know, the interesting thing, some people actually go to the gas station just to buy a freaking 64 ounce soda. Like, I'm not going to leave my house, drive past a grocery store to get a freaking soda, you know, with a freaking straw in it. When I could just go to Food Lion, get a two liter, six two liters, go home. And then you could just put the ice, but, you know, they like the whole experience. They like the little plastic cup or the little foam cup you get so they can have it with the straw. It's just what people do. Strange. But, like I said, uh, looks like they're toning down some of the lights. And, like I said, people are taking roost, so to speak, kind of camping out. So I know I'm here recording this podcast, but I don't know what everybody else is doing so as to not get caught up in that that group get lumped into that uh collection i think we're going to go ahead and call it but it's been real and i'll see you guys in the next one